to the, the Red, Red Pill Sports, Sports Podcast. Podcast. Combating Woke Inc.'s takeover of sports. Red Pill Sports Podcast. Sports done Welcome, welcome. This is your host, Donnie Copeland. We're thankful to have you on the Red Pill Sports Podcast. I uh, hope we have a great show for you tonight. Looking forward to what we're going to be talking about. Uh, but uh, we're we're thankful that you joined us tonight. Uh, it'll be day or afternoon or whatever, whenever you download this or when you listen to it, you're on an airplane or whatever. Uh, thank you so much for each and every one of you. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to the Red Pill Sports Nation. Uh, we have surpassed 2,000 downloads we have a lot more listeners than that that's just people that actually download the show a lot of our shows actually don't get downloaded because they're so short we do the commentaries i hope you like the last one that we put together for you uh i've got some more planned and uh we'll keep getting it uh working on it making it better but i'm thankful that you're here and uh enjoy spending this time with you of course we're brought to you by redriverauto.com MyPillow.com. Don't forget to use that uh, red uh, the promo code RED. Then we have a new promo code when we do the Minute with a Goat, and uh, you can use the promo code GOAT. And we'll be telling you a little bit more about that. Got some new uh, sponsors that we'll be introducing to you uh, maybe later in this show, if not uh, next show. Uh, main thing is we want to get you uh, material, get you... Uh, you know, uh, content out here because you you're busy and you got a lot going. So, uh, I want to uh, tonight. I want to talk about um, the Joker or Jokic, and uh, I want I want to talk about a lesson uh, to liberals. Uh, Jokic Jokic uh, teaches a lesson to liberals. I think is what I'm going to title it. Um, but it's going to be about Nikola Jokic, the center for the Denver Nuggets, who was the Bill Russell MVP award winner in the finals this year as the Nuggets uh, made uh, pretty quick work uh, of Miami. Uh, what did it go, five games, maybe six? I think it just went five games, uh, four to one. Yeah, I think that was it. Uh, and... Uh, Nikola Jokic was just unbelievable. Uh, and I want to start by saying this, that, you know, one, I think the MVP for the season and actually for the playoffs is really sort of silly. And, and what I mean by that is especially, I think in the playoffs it can, you know, because it's condensed um, series and, and it's, there's such high stakes. Okay, I can see that. I think the... Because if you think about it, the the MVP is defined as being for the most valuable player uh, to his particular team. Well, you think of the, about that, uh, you think about that criteria, and you know you could have a guy dropping thirty, but you got another guy dropping thirty points a game, but you got another guy that is dishing out, you know, seven assists, getting fifteen rebounds. Uh, and, you know, scoring 10 points a game. So it's very, very uh, subjective, the, uh, the, 
the MVP. Uh, and so I, I, I really, I think it's silly. So I'm not on here tonight to, although I would certainly like to, don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I would love to tell Mark Jackson, tell everybody else. And I don't believe for a minute Mark Jackson just forgot to leave uh, and, and left Nikola Jokic off of his MVP uh, ballot. Um, and, and I mean, when, when uh, Giannis... Embiid and Jokic were the top three by a long shot. I mean, how, how do you leave one of those guys off? So so the debate tonight is not, or the debate's over, right? I mean, uh, Jokic kind of proved that. Uh, and I'm going to give you some numbers here in a minute that will blow your mind uh, about the perspective of how good he really was and he is. I don't think it's just his play either. And it's not just one area of his play. It is uh, uh, it, it is the overall. It's his attitude. It's it's his unselfishness, um, and and those things are probably not as emphasized and uh, uh, brought to the surface and brought to bear and made as big a deal of as should be. And that's things like teamwork. And, and things like, you know, just connectedness and and uh, unity uh, on a team. And, and yeah, talent, you got to have it for sure. But uh, I, I think he's got both the tangibles and the intangibles that makes him just really, really uh, special. He's, he's not pretty, not pretty. Uh, his game is very similar, much uglier, because Larry Bird's game was actually very pretty. And at times, but he, you know, it's like, you know, you got a, a big white guy that's kind of, he's not smooth, he's not fluid, although Bird was pretty, pretty smooth. Jokic looks like running's a chore, you know, he lumbers up and down the floor, and he's such a massive guy, but he just sees the floor so well, he's got such a great shot, a soft touch around the basket, he rebounds, his assisting is his, his passing ability just unbelievable to recognize the open man. But see, tonight's uh, episode is not about who that Jokic should have won his uh, third in a row MVP, and he didn't for one reason, and that was because he was white. Uh, and I hope that I would say the same thing if it were 10 years ago and it was Tiger Woods, and Tiger Woods was... You know, I said, oh, well, golf of the year. Uh, you know, can't give it to Tiger a third time because, you know, some of these white guys need to win it. I mean, at that season of Tiger's uh, career, there was nobody even close. And I don't think it's necessarily that big a difference between Jokic because basketball players, it's a little different because their games can be so different. Giannis's game is so different from Embiid's. Embiid's game is kind of... And shout out to all of our Cameroonian friends out there. Uh, Embiid's, uh, actually, his game is kind of in between uh, Giannis. Giannis is very fluid, very smooth, especially for a guy his size uh, and, and great strength and, and uh, not, not a phenomenal shooter. And then you have Embiid who uh, is, you know, looks like he's working a little harder for it than Giannis. Giannis 
kind of looks like he's just, you know, out there going through the motions, basically. And then Jokic is kind of the the far right of that spectrum in that it running looks like a chore. You know, his shot is not as especially pretty, uh, but but he's very very good from three point. He's he's great around the basket. He sees the floor unbelievably. He's a, from all accounts a great teammate. Uh, and Mike Malone said, you know, he's greatest attributes about. Uh, Nikola Jokic is not on the floor. It's off the floor. It's his friendship, his his uh, being a husband, being a father, and man, you you know, I mean, you can't get any better than that. But again, tonight, I don't want to talk about oh, well, he won the you know the Bill Russell MVP for the playoffs. He should have won it for the for the regular season. Well, regular season's a lot lot longer. That not even need to be said. So I think it's a different argument. But but here's what I want to get to tonight. Here's what I want to um, get over to my liberal friends and even my liberal enemies. Even though I don't count them as enemies, they may count me as so. And that is that the the point is not that Nikola Jokic didn't win the MVP. The point is that race was inserted intentionally so he wouldn't win the MVP. And so, you see, there's this thing called karma. There's this thing called reap what you sow. And when you unduly use your race, or you use race in general, not even your race, you use race uh, to get ahead, use race to achieve means. You Well, let me back up. Not even race. You use any nefarious or unethical uh intellectually dishonest argument uh, to get your way, you're just not a very principled person. You're just not a very just not a very good person. And so we see Kendrick Perkins, we see uh, even ESPN, uh, you know, and everybody kind of went in lockstep. Is it fair? What about the year that, I mean, literally I heard this, okay, one one reporter said this, said, okay, so I'll give it to you that Jokic is probably having a better year, but last year or the year before, Giannis should have won it and Jokic won it. Hey, that has nothing to do with this year. So, uh, and then the, the race was injected. It was like, oh, we can't have somebody win it three times in a row, and especially a white dude. Um, so... I think the sad part of that is Jokic could care less. I mean, they won the NBA, uh, NBA championship. They don't care. He doesn't care. Uh, you know, I probably think more about it. And I'm not even I'm not even a huge Nuggets fan. I, I like Jokic. I'm not a big fan. I have no vested interest. I'm looking at this from the outside looking in. I'm looking at it from a political standpoint and from a sports uh, standpoint. And when you politicize in, in, you know, an event, to, whether it be for a dude being able to swim in a girl's uh, swim meet or you don't have a guy win the MVP because he won it two years in a row and he's white and everybody else around him is black, it's just really classless and uh, it, it doesn't breed champion 
chip thinking. That that's that's really the bottom line. But I think you can take this beyond just um, sports. I think you can take this to politics. I think you can take it to the the the, the workplace. Uh, and and when when you say Joel Embiid can't win the MVP, you know I'm sure Kendrick Perkins was just laughing his head off because he injected this race. And I wouldn't be surprised, and I could be dead wrong, but I wouldn't be surprised if he that was not coordinated, planned, and he was who was used by uh, the NBA or networks, uh, whatever uh, the powers that be. Uh, but but that's not even again the MVP Jokic could care less. Uh, but here's here's the problem with that is a that's going to come back around. You reap what you sow. It's an it's an immutable it's an immutable law that you reap what you sow. That if you, the, the the Bible says and there's a proverb even that says you reap you know the the whirlwind or you sow the whirlwind, you reap the whirlwind. Um, and and whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. That's 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 the inter- eternal word of God. You can't get around it. So when you manipulate people on the on the basis of race, guess what somebody else does? They manipulate somebody uh, people uh, to vote for a white guy. Maybe not NBA, maybe something totally different. Maybe it's, you know, a dog show, whatever. It's it's just the the laws of the universe God set in place are are not negotiable. They, they are. You, if you don't believe that, jump off of a roof and say, I don't, I don't you know, I don't believe in gravity. Well, you will if, if you're, you know, awake or, or you know, conscious, long enough to realize it, you, you will. Uh, because those, in, well, just as real as gravity is, if I was to get on this two-story house right now and jump off the roof, um, I would I would come to know gravity quite well. And same thing that when you sow the whirlwind, Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins, when you intentionally interject race into something that has nothing to do with race, zero to do with race, and you intentionally inject it in there, then you got that to reap. You, you know, you cost him potentially the MVP because here's what happens. Oh man, we got to really, we're going to vote a white guy, you know, three times in a row. What about last year when Embiid or Giannis, whichever one of it was, uh, you know, what about when they should have won it and they didn't? Well, is you know, people should have voted right then. But we're talking about this year, not last year. So um, I, I want to give you, here just a second, I want to give you some perspective on how great Jokic is. But that's really not even my point tonight. I, I want to show you how prolific he was, in the historically prolific, in the play, NBA playoffs. But that's not what this uh, podcast, this episode is about. What this episode is about is whether you're white and you try to impose or you're black and you try to uh, uh, create guilt uh, or or entitlement uh, or if you're white and you're trying to create superiority 
or whatever it is, you know, you, I mean, you come up with a million scenarios, but the bottom line is if someone treats me bad based on my race, that's their problem, you know, uh, and I'm not going to turn around and treat them bad. Um, and I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story at the end of the episode tonight that really, really uh, bears this out um, and and just kind of brings it all home. Uh, but what I want to do first, uh, I want to say thank you to Red River Auto. Thank you so much to Mitch Ward, the great per, uh, people at Mitch uh, at uh, RedRiverAuto.com. And uh, if you're in the, in the market for a new or used car anywhere in the United States, uh, I want you to call or, or to go online and look at RedRiverAuto.com. Call them. Tell them that Donnie Copeland with Red Pill Sports uh, sent you. And uh, they're going to treat you right. You are going to love these people. It is the most patriotic car dealership in America. I believe that with all of my heart. Um, if, if there's one as... Uh, patriotic they're not more so they're 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 dead even but uh also we are brought to you by mypillow.com and uh man you you have to i'm of course getting summertime it's pretty hot outside but man my wife uh, she spent a lot of time with her mom's trying to help her mom with caregiving she's really going through a tough time dementia and, and different things so pray for her and, and and look, I have a whole new appreciation for caregivers because my wife's doing that now. But uh, before she went over there, she put these um, uh, Giza Dream Sheets on our bed, and man, they are phenomenal. Uh, and I don't know why, but I told her, I said, hey, when you order some, order white. Can, uh, can we get some white ones? I said, sure, you know, because a lot of times she'll get different colors. But man, those white ones are just seem like they're exceptionally cool. And, and just so refreshing. And man, it's nothing like when the sheets are fresh and they smell so good and then they feel so good. Listen, go do yourself a favor. And, and I'm telling you, if you don't like them, send them back. Uh, send them back, okay? Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code RED, get a set of the Giza Dream Sheets and just try them and see that you will not be blown away. I'm not overstating it. I'm not exaggerating. You are going to love it. So, um, but, but, and I'm going to get in a little bit into Jokic and, and just historical numbers. But, but again, that's not, that's not what this podcast is about. What this podcast is about is not who is the better MVP player. If you would have, if Kendrick Perkins or anybody else would have sat there and said, yeah, but Embiid had averaged two more rebounds, averaged four more points, uh, played uh, more games, which he didn't, or whatever, you know, metrics. The same with Giannis. I would have no problem, you know. But when you say, uh, you know, the white voters are biased and that's why he's winning, then all he does is go out and win the uh, national championship, NBA championship, and becomes the the MVP player. And he never said anything when he came on. He never said, hey, you know, uh, how do you like me now? None of that. You know, he just, he's a, he's a class act. And so there's a great lesson there for us is 
Uh, don't make something. Listen, if someone's being racial, if someone is preventing you from doing something uh, because of your race uh, or anything else, difference that you may have, 100%, you know, it needs to be rectified 100%. Uh, and that has nothing to do with political correctness. It has everything to do uh, with being just a great human being, right? Uh, and so... Uh, I want to share with you some 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 numbers here that are absolutely mind blowing uh, about uh, about uh, Jokic and just uh, how unbelievably effective this guy is. I mean, it is just it, it's it's unbelievable. Um, and so I'm hoping it'll load here in just a second, but it's just. It's just, uh, I mean, you, you just, it, it gives you a whole new appreciation for, for how talented he is. And, and he is definitely, definitely that. He is very talented. Uh, one thing is, he uh, came very close to averaging for the playoffs a triple-double, which is unbelievable. Uh, he is the first player in NBA history to lead the playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists. Bill Russell didn't do it. Wilt Chamberlain didn't do it. Uh, Michael Jordan didn't do it. LeBron James didn't do it. It was Nikola, uh, Nikola Jokic. Now, again, uh, this... You know, this is not about uh, him not winning the MVP. It's not. What it is about is the uh, fact that any potential MVP, um, and, and this can sound double speak, but but just let, hear me out. Um, that any potential winning of the NBA MVP for the season was. Uh, undermined by started out with Kendrick Perkins, but it, it went from beyond him uh, to oh well, you know he's just he's white, so that's why he got it. Um, and so that I think is the greatest travesty is that you used race. Here's another thing. Listen, if I, I liken to this, if you had some type of um, let's say you move to another country. Let's say you move to Italy, and you're in Italy, and they're treating you really bad. And, I mean, they're just treating you horribly. Won't let you drink out of the water fountains they drink out of. Well, not water fountains now. Won't let you sit at the, you know, you have to sit in the back. You have to sit in a place, Americans only. You can't sit with the other Italians. They, they, they give you coffee, uh, that great Italian coffee over there. You know, out of a paper cup because they don't want your lips touching one of their porcelain cups. You know, just crazy stuff like that that happened in the civil, uh, the uh, the civil rights era, uh, and so one day they come to their senses and they say, you know what, man, we've been treating uh, this America really bad. We, we need to stop that, and uh, few people do, do still are ignorant enough to still do it based on you're an American. But most people treat you really well. 
and you get along with everybody and everything's going well. And then you start, you, you, you see something you want and you say, well, uh, you know, I want that watch. And, uh, now everybody likes you, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of on the inside and you want this watch. And you, so you, you go to your friend and say, Hey man, I went over there and priced that watch and I asked the guy how much it was. He said, well, it was $499. It was a, you know, president, it was a Rolex, not presidential, but a Rolex. And, uh, I guess they're like $5,000, whatever you tell, I don't wear a Rolex. And you go tell your friends, hey man, that guy told me that watch would be five thousand for me, but for any Italian it's three thousand. But because I'm American it's five thousand. And he didn't say that. That's my point. He didn't even say that. He just said the the watch is five thousand. And and you're saying, Well, he wouldn't sell it to me. Well, you brought back up something that you and your Italian friends had gotten over. And now this person is actually using their race baiting, race hustling, using this to intentionally try to stir up uh, dysphoria, you know, not dysphoria, but but disruption and 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 problems. Uh, and it was all a, a ball-faced lie. And so I think that is the biggest takeaway here tonight is not that Jokic didn't win the MVP, and he should have. Uh, and that's not that Giannis or Embiid didn't have MVP caliber, uh, caliber years, and I think any one of the three could have won it, and it, it wasn't a dime's worth of difference. So that wasn't the issue. The issue was that race was used to keep him from, from winning it. That was that was the, the, the bottom line for me. But you know what? Jokic had the last laugh because he won the NBA playoffs. He won the most valuable uh, player trophy. And no disrespect to Giannis or to Embiid, but they were nowhere to be seen. So uh, here's the bottom line. At the end of the day, you know, talent and ability trumps politics and all the other garbage that we find ourselves fighting and striving against. Uh, let, me, let me close out with a story. And, and it is not a woe is me story. This is not a, I, I suffered a lot of persecution. Uh, it, but it is a valuable lesson at, at that uh, racism can exist in the black community, and it does, in the white community, and it does and Hispanic community, and it does. In every uh, culture, there is uh, racism. Uh, are people, you can call it racism, you can call it people are just, you know, they're after their own kind, and they're, you know, they're, they're tribal like that. That's, 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 that's not just reality, it's anthropology. So uh, I've, I've played basketball for years at this, Downtown gym. Uh, I worked for a bank, and uh, there was a there was a little gym called St. Francis, uh, and it was a little high school uh, that was downtown, and we would play ball down there every uh, e every evening. Uh, I got off work at two thirty and go right over there, and we start hooping it up. 
Well, there was some there was some ballers, man, over there. I mean, I, I was decent, but man, I wasn't anywhere near on these guys' caliber. You know, I mean, you had Larry Wright play for the Bullets over there. You had James Harris play for the Rams. These all guys from Monroe. Benoit Benjamin played for the Seattle Supersonics. You had uh, trying to think some other guys came out there. A couple of football players for Northeast came out and played. Um, I'm trying to think uh, if anybody else. But anyway, a lot of really, really good high school athletes and college athletes that uh, that would play out there. So, uh, and, and I usually was the only white guy there. There was probably, there'd be 15 to 20, and we'd just rotate, you know, run, and game's over, next team run, uh, loser stay, I mean, winner stay on the floor. And, there was this one guy that wouldn't speak. I'd speak to him, and he wouldn't speak to me. And uh, he would – he never threatened me or come at me. Uh, and I don't even remember him being dirty on the basketball court. But here was the thing. He would never choose me. In fact, there was a couple of black dudes that came and played. I mean, like I said, there's phenomenal athletes everywhere there. Uh, and uh, the Shackelford brothers, you can look them up. Uh, they played for Grambling. I think maybe dabbled in the pros, phenomenal players. And uh, so anyway, there was there was a couple of guys that came and played. They just were no good. And, you know, uh, they just, I mean, they were they were terrible. They were not just no good, they were terrible. Uh, nice guys. And everybody treated me over there just great except for this one guy. And so one day, um, these guys didn't get to play a lot. You know, people wouldn't pick them up, which I felt sorry for them. But... One day, you know, just a, there wasn't a lot of players there, the really good players, and I wasn't as good as them. You know, I'll acknowledge that. Uh, are all picked. So it's down to me and this one guy that, I mean, literally couldn't dribble the ball, couldn't shoot. And the uh, the guy that didn't like me because I was white, I'm just going to tell you, he he picked the other guy. And all the guys on his team was like, what are you doing? Uh, and and I'm not I'm nowhere near. I mean, one I'm six foot. I'm not six nine, but you know, but I I, I had a passing ability. I had a decent shot. I could handle the ball. Uh, so they they call. Of course, when I was white, so they called me Larry Bird. Uh, and and one guy said, "Man, why didn't you pick Bird? What what are you doing?" And the guy and it, literally, I heard. I just walked over and sat down, and I heard the guy that didn't like me say. I ain't, I ain't picking that white dude. And so uh, that that kind of, you know, and, and I, you know, it wasn't the first or second time anything like that ever happened. Um, and, and my parents taught me to, you know, treat everybody with respect. And, and I feel like I did. Now, I, I probably had times I, I, I can't, I can't even imagine me not, but I'm sure, you know, I could have, stereotype somebody. I, I know that probably happened for sure, but I can't ever remember treating anybody, you know, personally uh, in any way or even having somebody else treat them bad because of the color of their skin. It just, that does not compute with me. And so that Kendra Perkins would go on ESPN and sabotage, and wh whether he meant to or not, which I would tend that he did, uh, really is is more sad than it is anything. And I think the lesson for all of us, and especially liberals, is this. 
look, if somebody's good enough, you can keep them down because of their race for a while, but you're not going to keep them down. They're going to come back. You know, you can arrest President Trump. He's coming back. You can, you know, throw the January 6th protesters in jail, but they're coming back. You know, right always prevails. It may take a while, but it always prevails. And wrong always loses. Uh, And we may not ever see it in our lifetime, but that is, uh, I believe personally, I believe it is uh, fact. So again, tonight's episode was not about, oh, Nicole, Nicole, Jokic should have won the MVP. And I think he probably, I think he could have went to any three of them. But I think the greater travesty here is why he didn't was because somebody chose to make this uh, political or to make it race-related. And it was the furthest from that. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed the episode tonight. Uh, make sure you share and like, send it to somebody and say, hey, check out uh, Red Pill Sports Podcast. Got some merch that we're coming up with, uh, working on a new website, a lot of exciting things. Looking forward to having you uh, here next Tuesday night. I'm probably going to try to drop a minute with a go this weekend. Uh, so look for that. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening and have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Brought to you by the Doc Washburn Show Family of Podcasts, a Yetcher Media Company.